All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony 
In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted hormone harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, girlies. And boys. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, everyone who listens. Yes, welcome back in the place to be. Welcome back. Yeah, it's going to be good. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good in the midst of a fucking heat wave. Heat wave. Is that a song? Yes. Who sings it? I think Tina Turner did. Hmm. I know Heat Wave is a group. They sung Always and Forever. Oh, really? Yeah. Each moment with you. Heat Wave, Tina. Really? Actually, no. It doesn't it exist? It wasn't Tina Turner, but it was a song that went, Heat Wave. Dun, dun. Heat Wave. Dun, dun. Let me make sure Heat Wave is really that group who sings that. They sing that, yeah. Heat Wave. Always and forever. And you know they were not black. What? <laughs> uh-uh, no. Yeah. You know they had a whole thread Each of like people you are surprised, at, songs by people that you're surprised aren't black? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Girl, I just knew they had um, voices of color. No, British band. What the hell? They were all white? I'm going to pull up a photo, but yeah, I know they not black. It's the things that you do. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> And I know that sometimes. Dead. Anywho, yes, we are in the middle of a heat wave out here in California. It's been very spicy. A mixture. It was a mix of sorts. Some white, some black. Okay, I knew I heard a voice of soul. But but I mean, come on, a lot of them are white. Yeah, but they had that soulful touch. A mix. The one drop rule. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sick. Yeah. 
Anywho. Oh, uh, anywho. But how are you doing? I'm how are you doing? I'm really good. Poor Wendy. I am uh I'm doing well. I'm I'm really excited for September. Are you? Yeah. I'm excited. What makes you excited? Um, I just want to really um focus on my routines and my habits and get to romanticizing my life this month. Ooh, what does that look like? <laughs> it looks like just being soft and gentle with myself and doing things that I really want to do and not relying on other people to do them with me. Mm-hmm. Just making myself a priority in a different way. Okay, I like that. So I'm excited to see how September... I could use some um, prioritization of... Self? Self. (laughs) Yes, there's so many things I want to do, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So many things. And I've been... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to see how it goes. Cool, yo. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, September, we are here. We have arrived. New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. we. Yeah, so we're coming off the heels... Of the tour. Yes. Closing out the tour. Yes. Um, which was just phenom. Absolutely. Really good time. New York, y'all were good to us. So sweet. A lot of love was shared. <clears throat> Pardon me. In Brooklyn. A and lot of love was shared and a lot of love was shown. Both. Shared and shown. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just nice to see all of y'all's faces. We can't wait to go back on tour. We're hitting up Atlanta and Chicago for a show. I definitely got to get there because... Don't be shocked when we announce where we're going because we have put out bird calls for where we should pop up. And the two names I keep seeing are Atlanta and Chicago. And an honorable mention for like D.C. Okay. You know. In D.C. But the thing is, that won't be happening this year because Chicago gets cold as fuck. And yeah, I'll no. be damned. We would if have I to have... go like spring, summer. Yeah, we're going to catch y'all in 2023 because it's getting, it's going to get nippy. And we're not about to be in the clo- coldest place in the world. We can't, y'all. We are during definitely. That, during um, those winter months. Summer, I mean, California girls. We can't stand extreme weather. We will not, we will not st- be standing at all. We will actually be Imagine on the floor. Imagine the way we'd be moving through these streets and having to do that. In sh- no. I don't want to imagine, and I don't want to be hella cold. Not I don't me even have, slipping on ice. I don't even have real winter clothes. I don't even have winter clothes, so yeah. that wouldn't work for me, and I can't get a whole new fit, a whole new host of outfits just to be in a cold-ass city for a couple days. Uh-uh. Right. So, no, we will see y'all, though, in 2023. We will see y'all in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, really happy with how the tour turned out. Uh, it was so short, but it was packed. It was. it was short, but it was packed for show, for show. It was just enough. Yeah, I, I'm glad we didn't decide. Because also, truth be told, we were going to try to squeeze in Chicago and Atlanta on um, this month. this current tour. Yeah, this month, actually. But it just takes take so much, y'all. Yeah. And it, it just was not really feasible I right now. I could see us crumbling by the I'm end of it all. I'm glad we didn't. I'm I glad could see we us didn't. really breaking by the end of it all. Yeah, it just would have been a lot. Yeah. So... You know, all good things come to an end. And there's a time and a place, a season. There is. And you have to know when when to put it down. When to call it. And when to pick it when back up. When to call up. it. It was good, but I'm I'm sure it'll be even better when we come back next year. For sure, for sure. Um what else? What else is going on? Um the retreat. That's gonna be our next big thing that we're tackling. 
the retreat baby mm-hmm. the first week sold out the second week is Just halfway booked yeah so if you are interested in coming with us to el salvador for our she connects unlocking sisterhood retreat we highly encourage you to get over there and sign up asap right. it's going to be a grand grand time we're going to be sitting at the beautiful Naui beach house resort we have so many fun activities and also just bonding experiences and workshops. workshops, so much planned. If the live shows didn't do anything, it definitely reassured us that in-person connection is everything. So being able to connect with y'all for a whole week is going to be amazing. So yeah. if you're interested, the information is down in the show notes to preserve your spot. Yes, I think I think there might be one more spot available uh, with the deposit discount, the $300 off. But by the time you hear this, I can't guarantee. So please, y'all, just, yeah. Yeah. You don't know. quote her. Don't quote me, but I'm just saying. will be in the DMs like, you said it. You was- said it. But I said one more spot at this moment when we're recording. I can't be sure that somebody didn't move on it. Yeah. That they didn't procrastinate like you did. Right. But for the girlies who still want to come, although there might not be the deposit discount, we are offering a special discount for our patrons who are, patrons at the time of the um, the final payment exactly so there will be a special discount off of your final payment um and again like Brittany mentioned all of the details are in the description or the show notes feel free to reach out to us or our retreat manager for any questions if you have any specific questions related to this experience it's gonna mm-hmm. be amazing and the good thing about signing up for patreon to get the discount is you not only get the discount but you get so much good If you enjoy what you hear here, you will really love what you hear over on Patreon. We just put out our monthly check-in where we really dove in, dove, Mm -hmm. dove into our tour experience in detail, um, some of the challenges we faced Mm -hmm. doing the live events, some of the things we learned about ourselves, and even um, unlocking new levels of our personal friendship, yeah. doing this, exploring this space together. So that episode is live now. We do monthly audio affirmations, playlists, and all sorts of things over there. So if you are um, signing up, you will be highly pleased. I want to shout out our patrons that signed up mm-hmm. since we've been away this week. We have Imani. Hey, Imani girl. Hey, girl. We have Brooklyn Bell. Brooklyn Bell. What a name. Right. Brooklyn Bell. Um, And L. Oh, two more. L. Shipman. Hey, L. And Destiny Ming. Hey, Destiny We love a first girl. and middle. We love a first <laughs> hey, and Destiny middle. Destiny girls. Good to have y'all with us. Thank mm-hmm. you for Thank supporting. Thank you all so much. We really appreciate you. Yes. So last week's episode, y'all. We also. Oh, shit. We also appreciate when you all Take the time uh-huh. to rate and review the podcast. You have got, you guys have come through with your words on Apple, but we are redirecting over to Spotify. Yeah. If you listen on Spotify, even if you don't, Spotify is free to download and you can listen to us there and get our ratings up over there. You don't even have to write words. Yeah. All you have to do is just give us the five stars. And right now we're at 470. This month, I want us to get 100 ratings over there. We're starting fresh, top of the month. I think this is totally doable, y'all. 25 ratings a week. There's more than 100 of y'all listening. So For sure, for sure. Do and what you got to do. Don't sleep on Spotify. It's a one-stop shop. You can listen to your Beyonce and then come right over and listen to the girls. Yeah, all of your black girls in one space. Yes. Get into it, yeah. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, y'all, 
we closed out the month, our goodie bag month, wow. with another Am I the Asshole, which we know it's y'all favorite. We also love it, too. We need to give ourselves a little grace, child, because <laughs> last month was whooping us. We were being rode. Man. We were being rode, honey. So we needed something that was light, airy, um, just a nice, good time, relaxing, something we can all just kiki around. So hopefully y'all enjoyed the Am I the Asshole episodes. We're going to take a break from those for a while. We are. And um, give you the content that we know you really need. Yes. Okay. We know we we know what we like and we know what we, we want occasionally, but we got to sprinkle in what we need as well. Needs are important. Needs. And that's what we're here for. So new month, new theme. We are going to be sharpening our tools. Mm-hmm. That toolkit that we speak of, that bad bitch toolkit, yeah. We're making sure everything is in there, you know, because when it's time to hang some stuff up on the wall, you don't want to take a trip to Ikea or Target or Home Depot. No. You just want to open up the toolkit and say, there's the tool. There's my hammer. There's my wrench. There's the things I need. So we're sharpening up our tools Mm -hmm. this month. Yeah. And I'm excited. What are we doing? um, What did you say you were doing? Romanticizing. Romanticizing. Our lives and sharpening our tools. It's giving. Yes, bitch. Yes. Yes, It's giving. It's very much giving that. So I'm excited. I am as well. We have some good episodes um, geared up Mm -hmm. for you all. Mm -hmm. And we're going to kick it off with growth and change. Growth and change. Yes. Uh, Over on Patreon, we were talking about the power of pivoting and recognizing when change is necessary and how to change because we did a lot of pivoting and changing with this tour experience and it called for us to um really look inward and do some deep work to figure out how can we make moves and strategize around doing better um and yeah just doing better yeah and I think we all know the feeling of recognizing when we're not doing our best in a particular area of our life Mm -hmm. and just having that urge or that want to change right like you know what I need to change something but I don't know where the fuck to start right it's a lot it can be daunting yeah and it can be like uncomfortable Mm -hmm. that feeling it's like a pool what am I gonna do what am I gonna do and the reason why um it can be uncomfortable or what contributes to the uncomfortableness is the fact that implementing change is not easy. Mm-hmm. It can be daunting. It can make us second guess our decisions um, to even want to change or mm-hmm. want to do better. Yeah. And just saying, fuck it all. It, it can. It definitely can. And I, and also, I think because change is, is such um, a wide term, like it's very it can be very general. Like, what is change? How do I change? When do I change? Um, can somebody show me how? What are the techniques? It's just a lot. Right. A lot to consider. Um, when that, When is an experience or a time when you have tried to implement change and you were unsuccessful? That happens frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happens. I think re- it happens more frequently than we even think. Yeah. I think it's easier for me to try and be unsuccessful than it has been for me to say, oh, I want to change this. And then it just changes. Mm hmm. Um, so it happens frequently. It happens with my eating habits, which I've mentioned on this damn show time and time after time. It happens with my fitness journey. Um, it's happened in relationships where I've known, you know what? I'm not feeling this. Yeah. Like something needs to change here. Um, but of course, when once you're in a relationship, it can look damn near impossible. Right. To implement the change because you don't you're not that confident 
about what it's going to look like on the other side Mm -hmm. or how it's going to look on the other side. So it's like, you know what? Fuck it. We fall. Yeah, exactly. Just nigga, fuck it. We fall. That's what it's (laughs) giving. We're falling in this bitch. Yeah, I feel you. I think even small things like implementing a better morning routine or uh, for me personally, right? Like I'm going to get up. I'm going to be on time to work. There's so many little things every day that we're consciously and subconsciously consciously saying, I don't like that. I think there's space for me to be better. But then we we fall down and and we never get get up. up. Exactly. I have moved that morning routine. You know why? Because, because like we said, change can be daunting. You know how good it sounds and how good it will eventually feel to wake up early, mm-hmm. read your, do your meditation. We get little doses of it. Right. We get it in spurts. Go on your walks, do your meditation, whatever. But when it's t- when that alarm goes off and it's actually time to get your ass up. And instead of picking up your phone and doing the easy thing, you'd be like, nah, not today. Uh-uh. <laughs> Today's not the day. Right. And then it turns into the, this is not the month. Oh, this was right. the year. Exactly. Oh, I never have done it. <laughs> I never. I, it just does not happen for me. But I love you. I love your morning routine. I'm, I really admire the fact that you do the things. But the truth is we can get the things. We can have it. It comes down to discipline. That how part. bad we really, really want it. Because it's not always going to feel good. It's not always going to look good. But you have to be, nigga, committed yeah. to the change. So as we were preparing and thinking about how are we sharpening our tools this month, we came across this really great article in Psychology Today that was talking about the five pathways to change, right? So in efforts to make understanding the concept of change and the pursuit of happiness more practical for us to wrap our minds around, because ultimately when we're trying to make changes, it's really so that we can have a more flexible happy joyous experience here right it's like what would make me feel really good what would make me happy my morning routine being like solid me having a great wardrobe looking and feeling my best right me eating really well all of these things just contribute to our overall happiness so in efforts to wrap our minds around this whole concept we can consider or implement these five various pathways of growth as just a simple organizational tool to help us sort of build a framework around what change could look like Mm -hmm. or how to start tackling change, Mm -hmm. making an assessment of our lives so that we can change. Yeah. So let's get into it. Okay. Let's get into it. So the first pathway is environment, right? In so many instances, our unhappiness manifests itself in many ways, right? We have stress, we have depression, we have anxiety, anger we feel the feels first right Mm -hmm. and we're like what's going on and often that is a reflection of um a bad fit between us and our environment environment is so important and there can be a lot of different unhealthy environments it can be the school you're attending it Mm -hmm. can be your workplace it can be your home girls the people you're hanging out with the way you're engaging online right um your romantic relationships All of those things are considered your environment. Right. So an example might be, you know, you look up and you realize, oh, shit, I'm in this toxic ass relationship. Me and this nigga be fighting. We be arguing. We be beefing. We be going back and forth. There's no ease. There's no peacefulness in this dynamic. But I'm in it. Mm -hmm. Right. So it might not necessarily mean that the person is toxic, but you all together, it's it's a symptom of extreme misalignment. 
And that happens. Now, I'm not saying if you know when the person is truly bad, if it's like physical, he beating on you, he's a narcissist. Okay. But we, that's terrible. Right. But we understand those situations where we just don't fit anymore and we're trying to make it fit. And because we don't fit, it we're, creates, it's, it's creating toxicity. toxicity exactly. We are not in alignment. It's not harmonious. I can say like the relationship that I had grown out of at one point was amazing. He was a great person for the season that we were in when it made sense. But as we continue to grow in our different directions and evolve, it no longer was a fit. And we did not see eye to eye anymore. And it was making it where I don't like being in this. Right. You know, I don't want to go. You don't want to go out. I want to go out. Mm -hmm. You want to stay in. I don't want to stay in. You want to do this. I don't. OK, now now it's becoming toxic because we cannot grow here. Right. We're not thriving here. And you are not a bad person. I am not a bad person. We're just not good together. Exactly. And, and that's a result because he probably is going to get he probably I don't know if he is, but <laughs> he probably will get into another relationship where the person is a good fit for him and their relationship will be a success. Right. Same way with myself. I'm in a relationship where it's going well and it is a success because it's a fit. Right. There's the misalignment is what made it toxic. Not, exactly. the, not necessarily the person. Yes. And I think that's really important to note because sometimes when you're in these relationships and you can see that it's not the person that's toxic, you know, like, okay, this person is good. Mm -hmm. They, they, they're not, you know, treating me bad. That's the piece. We'd be like, well, they're not. That's cheating. the they're part that makes this. you probably say, because it's like, mm, they're not toxic, but the environment is exactly. And that supersedes the type of them being a quote unquote good person. Right. It's like the environment is not good for you. Mm -hmm. And while for some of us, like leaving an environment isn't always immediately practical, we really have to understand the importance of knowing when our environments are causing our suffering. They're the reason why we're suffering. Right. We just have to be hyper aware of that because we'll be in some shit and not feeling well and not, and not considering. Is this where I'm supposed to be? Mm -hmm. Even like work. We know everybody can't get up and just leave, leave your job like or and with the work market or whatever what is it called the workforce yeah it's just not always just like a quick fix people be looking for jobs for months Girl. for weeks for days for not days for years like i'm trying to switch career paths i hate this current job i went to school to do this and it's no longer serving me i hate it sometimes it takes time before you can switch but like we said recognizing that it's the environment it's not me you know, that really makes a difference in how you can decide to move forward, implement some changes or at least cope with the situation that you're in. Yeah. So that's one pathway. Also, it's good to note that you can mix these these pathways. You might find it. OK, maybe it's not my environment is going to be something else. There's various ways to implement change. We're just considering all of these pathways. Mix and match these motherfuckers. Right. Points to think of. Points exactly. Like, to okay, think well, how's my environment? As an assessment of sorts. As an assessment. Assess of the environment. Okay, am I, do I, is it, is it, do I like this? Am I okay here? Do I like my job? Do I like my relationship with the people I'm hanging out with? They mm -hmm. cool. Okay, so maybe that's not something that necessarily needs, needs to change. change. The right. environment's cool. Right. And then you go on to a different pathway and start assessing there, which we'll get to. Yes. Um, but do you have a time where you realize that a, spe a specific environment wasn't the reason for your unhappiness? And what did you do to change it? My relationship that I was in. I was unhappy. Same. I was definitely unhappy. That was a place for me. But now I'm realizing that this white man gig, 
it's wearing on me in another in in another way. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, there's been the general wear and tear where it's like this white man gig. I'm, but now it's become very overwhelming to the point where I am getting anxious before going to work, like having feelings of anxiety. I'm making mistakes that are just like, girl, how did you make that mistake? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that that was just crazy to make, like missing things. And I'm like, this is not a vibe. Like, I have to start looking for another job, right. which is also hard because I don't want to work at a white man gig at all. So you're trying to consider, should you just thug it until we're freed? Yeah. Or? I'm torn. I'm torn on if I should thug it until we're free from the shackles of the white man gigs altogether. Or if I should just find another white man gig in the interim for my mental health I in think the you present. need to do that. And I have been. I have okay, submitted good. a couple of applications, but it's just. I know. It's too much. I know. And change has to be implemented because I'm unhappy. And you have and you've already assessed it's your job. Mm-hmm. And even with that, well, we're going to get into that. So next pathway, we're going to call this chemistry. Right. So our body and brain are deeply connected. Therefore, our emotional well-being is also affected by a lot of factors. These include our genetics, our hormones, our gut health. We already know the, the mind body connection there, the gut brain. Right. Um, drugs. If we're indulging. Alcohol, (laughs) our sleep regimen, our diet and our exercise, all of these things help make up our 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 health and our wellness, how we feel, how we respond in our environments. Mm -hmm. And 50 to 80 percent of our happiness or unhappiness is due to genetics. Right. But our environment and our lifestyle choices also affect our chemistry. You know how like genetic mental health, schizophrenia is schizophrenia. Um, I don't know about bipolar. Like if that has a genetic um, yeah. component, I think it may. It might. Well, mental health in general. Yeah. Or you're being, you're predisposed to certain illnesses or ailments like diabetes, high blood pressure, things like that. All of these um, genetic makeup, I guess, what do you want to call them? Genetics. What we get from, you know, what's passed down. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. Sometimes we're dealt a great hand, nigga, completely healthy, no issues. And then there's other times where the hand might not be that great. Yeah. But we have to figure out how we're going to manage all of it to be our best. Yes. So. And sometimes that looks like um, because of the genetic. um, Because of our genetics. I don't know why we keep looking for another word to put there. Genetics. Because of our genetics. I was going to say genetic makeup. Yeah. Because of our genetic makeup and because some of us may be Delta Hand where, okay, you are more susceptible to these um, chemical imbalances that Mm -hmm. affect your chemistry. Um, Sometimes it's like, okay, I do have to implement some more things. I do have to implement taking medication so that I can, so that my chemistry can be balanced Mm -hmm. of course with professional and medical um counsel but that's a real fucking thing yeah our chemistry our makeup considering and assessing those those things is really important hey bookies we got something special for you are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, 
it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories, like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish... The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the true accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. 
for a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Life moves fast, but time stands still when you're with the ones you love. Savor the moment, big or small, with Starbucks ready-to-drink coffee. From bottled Frappuccino drinks to canned nitro cold brew, Starbucks coffee gets you ready for the right now. Available now, online, or wherever you buy groceries. Yes, so when was a time when you knew you needed to make better lifestyle choices to feel better? Um, There was a time where I just was not getting the adequate sleep that I needed. Yeah. Um, sleep is very, I was going to say it's very important to me. I feel like it's important to a lot of people, but if I don't have my sleep, I'm fucked from the front and the back. That's where some of those mistakes come in. It's like, girl, you're overworked. Um, you're not getting your rest. rest. Yeah. I need rest so that my chemistry is just tip top. (laughs) Yeah. It's your mind body connection. Yeah. Like our routines. And even sometimes it's like exercising, moving your body, getting the endorphins. Like you think about that. Your endorphins helping with your mood. Right. When you're exercising, you're releasing endorphins. All of this helps us stay together. Even when like, you know, when you can feel um, when there needs to be some change implemented, when say you go out of town for the weekend or however long, and you know, you've been turning up on the drinks. Yeah. Your body feels like, oh, I need a detox. Period. It when does. When I get home. My I'm, skin. I'm, right. When I get home. I need to up my water intake. I need to get some greens in my system. Mm -hmm. I need to do a recalibration of sorts. Yeah. Because something's off here. Yeah. And even like going to bed early, late, that that will drag me. 
that'll start making everything else fall by the, the wayside. wayside. I'm like, okay, I was up late. Now I'm up early because I got to go to work. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any rest. I'm tired at work. I'm trying to catch a nap. Everything is just going downhill when I get home I don't want to do anything productive because I want to go to sleep it's just a terrible cycle right so recognizing when we're not consistent with our routines and how it affects our mind our body our productivity it's so important and sometimes it's just noticing and then making the little adjustment right like okay she needs her walk in the morning yeah okay she needs 64 ounces of water right okay she needs two snacks a day yeah okay you know you got to move your body whatever that looks like stretching deep breaths just you know tapping in tapping right. into the self and the thing is the the crazy thing is is that we know that we need these routines to be implemented to feel our best but actually getting the damn routines implemented and sticking is hard so we don't be feeling our best mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fuck it's a cycle but we're, we're we're getting on the other side of that thing this year it is and that drifts us right into behavior which is another pathway. So changes in our behavior, this is the most direct path to overall change. We can have the environment together, chemistry and all that other shit, you know, on point. But if the behaviors aren't changing, then shit just is not going to change. We got to do that. So when we choose these better behaviors, often we'll see a domino effect because we'll be put into better environments, right? Mm -hmm. And we'll be improving our chemistry as we just discussed because it's like, okay, let me really get to moving around. Yeah. Like, let me really start. Okay, you know what? I can't do that anymore. I can't stay up late. Or like your behavior deciding, I cannot work at that job anymore. So I'm making a decision to look for a different job. Yeah. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to actually make an, take an actionable step. And looking for a new job will ultimately put you in a new work environment, which will decrease your anxiety, decrease your stress, right. and make you feel better overall. Right behavior change yeah it's going to impact all of this the most we're doing all the things yeah so like we were mentioning earlier behavior change can look like going to bed earlier waking up to implement a morning routine exercising maybe saving and developing some financial literacy reading more and expanding your mind deciding to hang out with friends who are positive yeah it's all of these little things and when we really step back and assess our behavior we can get an honest response as to why we aren't growing or operating at our best selves like what behavior choices am I making to put me in this situation with these people right or with this man right or to keep going to this job right what are what are my behavior choices you know right and to get to questioning ourselves Mm -hmm. like do I do I feel good when I hang out with this particular friend like, do I feel the nasty side jumping out? Am I giving a, am I sneak dissing? Right. We talked about this on tour. Um, someone, I think we were trying to identify um, how we can tell if somebody should be our friend or not. Should we implement like them being a friend or not? Make them our friend, mm-hmm. like a real friend. Um, and I'm like, we have to really think about how we feel when we're with these people, different people, because it be, uh, for me, it'd be crystal clear. Either I feel really good, like, oh, we had a good time. You're a good time. Wow, that was fun. Or on the opposite side, it's like, I'm fucking drained and annoyed now after hanging out with you. You really annoy me. Yeah, it's true. We have to be honest. I remember there was a time before, ooh, I'm about to really put my business out. What? Fuck it, we ball. <laughs> um, there was a time before I started grad school, right after graduation, graduating college. And 
college ended in May. I think grad school was starting in like September, whatever. I didn't take that much time off or maybe I did. I took one semester off. So I was getting kicked back up and I was hanging out with a friend who makes bad choices, right? We are completely different, but the part of us that, that there was alignment was like having fun. Like we bonded over fun and turning up. We like to turn up the same, right? But she was not solid in the mind, mm. you know? And like, I think, morals ethics values were a little shaky yeah and she was in a toxic relationship and i would be looking like girl come on like stand up right stand up girl don't let him do you like that. stand tall right and i was emotionally being dragged into it trying to be a good friend but um so it was just a toxic situation overall but they were fun they were a good time right we like to go out he would drop us off he would supply whatever we was decided to indulge in in for the night you feel me and i was doing that with them for like the whole summer and i'm like all right it's getting a little out of hand yeah i'm going out every other night i'm really turning up turning up like nigga every weekend just doing wild shit that i know i should not be doing and i started to look at myself like this is not the person you want to be what what made you look at yourself because it was it was just spiraling mm-hmm. it was going down i was just doing too much it was getting reckless and i was like bro this is not me i could sprinkle this in every now and again a little light fun but it can't be your whole being it can't be the frequent damn near where it's becoming a part of my person i didn't like that i was like Ugh, i don't like the way i feel um trying to think about how much i wanted to really share <laughs> um, <laughs> I do, I do. Um, hmm. I will say it's the hand over the mouth for me because I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will say that there were some things that I was doing that I would wake up the next day and be like, "Why did I do that?" and be feeling like not, feeling not proud of myself, mm-hmm. not proud of myself, and just feeling emotionally drained. Okay, yeah, from the night and trying to bounce back like a few days later and then just doing it again, again the same weekend like oh I like the way it feels in the morning in the moment and then After. drain then like feeling just down depleted and I'm like why do I keep doing this so after a few weeks months of that I was like bro this is trash yeah like I'm really not this girl um, I, I can come and do that occasionally with y'all but I can't sit up with y'all and function like this yeah all the fucking time that shit's dead um so yeah that's what made me see it the way I was feeling when I would be laying in the bed after fucking functioning all night after I wake up the next day and just be like, damn, this is trash. Right. Like that made me just say no more, no more. So I just remember when I was making poor choices and my behavior wasn't good. It, I wasn't operating in my highest self with people who I thought were really great people. That's another thing. I'm like, these are not great people. Yeah. They're, they're not great people. And I can't pick and choose when I think y'all are cool. Like, it's just not a fit. Be I can't overall not, good at least. Yeah, like I can't okay. not like him for you, but still be like, yeah, we functioning. Right. Like it's no girl, no. It's giving cognitive dissonance. Let's tap in. I had a moment like that in college where um, it's not that the people that I were hanging out with were bad, but they were definitely um, poor influence contributing to the bad choice, poor choices being made, and like not good behaviors. So one of the um homegirls I was hanging out with. She always had weed like she needed the weed. Mm -hmm. So she always had hella weed and she had the money. Her parents had money. So she had the money because, you know, weed is an expensive habit to have, especially in college. And if you're getting apes here, apes there, the shit, it adds up. But she had it, honey. 
And before this, I was just definitely a more social social smoker. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, pass if you want to hit the blunt. Yeah, whatever. Puff, puff, give. But um, with us living very closely together um, during college and always hanging out together, I was always smoking and just getting hella high and just being hella lazy. And afterwards, I would just be like, once you're high and you start thinking, I'm, I would always think, what the fuck? Like, why I can't I- even imagine you just being high and lazy. Oh, yes. I felt very high, very lazy. Like one, it was to the point where I wasn't even working for a period of time. And we had to we had to catch the bus everywhere. Oh, my <laughs> and God. And I was just like. No, nobody catching the bus. No, but, girl, but I, it was just. I was completely not, different from who you really are. Exactly. I wasn't feeling it. Once I was one day <laughs> when we were walking to the bus stop, I was just like, why am I walking to the bus stop? Like, yeah. why am I really walking to this bus? And the bus stop was fucking far. If y'all are familiar with Sacramento, because this is when I was going to Sac State. We lived in the Thomas, which is like the suburb part. Mm-hmm. So to get to Sac, the downtown, like not downtown, but the area where Sac State is, is a fucking trek, honey, especially if you don't have a vehicle. Yeah. So we had to walk so far to the bus stop, take hella buses and all this. Like I was missing classes, failing classes. Like I just wasn't on my shit, mm-hmm. but I was getting high all the fucking time. And I just felt like a fucking failure. I was just like, wow, what is life really coming to? Yeah, that'll happen. That'll do it. Girl. That'll do it. I think everybody has a stint like that in college, though. Yeah. It's, it's because you have this new sense of freedom. Right. You have your independence. Like, you know, I'm, I'm 18. Will. Yeah, you can make your own decisions, even if they're bad ones. Right. I was 18 because I was like, I'm moving out. We moved into this apartment. It was four of us. We all moved into this apartment together. Only Two had jobs. Hell I wasn't one of no. the people who had jobs. You weren't? No, but the rent was so cheap. It was like $600 each. I was like, oh, we can figure that out. I can ask my mom for it. So she gave it to me a couple of months, but then she was like, Brittany. Why did you move out? Right. Why did you move it. out? You had a room here. Like, you need to come back home. I didn't want to hear that you need to come back home. I wanted to hear, here's the 600 But sorry, girl. But she wasn't continuing the fun of 600 and I was sick about it. Come but we home. we all moved into that apartment. We were just doing whatever the fuck we wanted to do. It was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, we have a time, but we, we evolve and we grow. Yeah. And that's really what it's about. Figuring out, nigga, what choices am I making? What decisions... What behaviors are contributing to my overall growth, change, happiness, unhappiness? And then what am I going to do to about it when I when I recognize what they are? Right. So next pathway. Thoughts, baby. This is a biggie. You know that we are what we think. Everybody knows that. Yeah. And we um, know all too well how negative self-talk or dark thoughts can keep us from feeling the change that change and growth are possible. We literally will talk ourselves out of the best version of ourselves. This happens to me when I was talking about being stepping into boldness and then I'll be like, no, but I don't want anybody to see me. And da, 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 da. like, no, girl, you need to be seen. <laughs> you have to be front and center. Yeah, it's OK. But the negative self-talk will make me feel like, yeah, girl, just play the background. You don't right. gotta post nothing. Don't do it. So observe your thoughts as they come. When you aren't being nice to yourself, check it. There was um, a homegirl at the live show. We were talking about being a good friend to yourself so that you can be a good friend to other people. And she asked, how How do you you know when you're being a good friend to yourself? So I was thinking about it. And in real life, you wouldn't let anybody talk to you crazy. 
you wouldn't let them come in your face and be like, bitch, you doing a bad job. Right. You terrible. Ho. <laughs> you, you look don't... a mess. Why would you? Yeah, wear that? exactly. Right. At least we'd hope not. Right. So don't let the voice in your mind do it. You have to be a good homegirl to yourself. Yeah. So champion your ideas, your de- your desires, things that you're like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah, girl, you could do it and do it and do it. Right. And when the contrasting thoughts come up, we can hold space for them. But in the way that you would for a friend, if Brittany came to me and said, I feel so badly, I don't feel like I'm executing at work, like I don't deserve this job or I don't deserve this opportunity. I wouldn't be like, yeah, bitch, you don't. Right. You don't deserve it. No, I would be like, don't talk like that about yourself. You're worthy of all of your experiences. You have everything that you need. You're doing a good job, girl. You're killing it. It's like we can recognize that we have the feelings that the thoughts come up and that they're they're real to us. But there has to be a way that we love on ourselves internally that allows us to continue to move forward. Right. Cause we'll stop ourselves, but that's not being a good friend to yourself. It's not. And we are on the path to being good friends to our homegirls and ourselves. I thought that was such a good question and thought that she had um, presented mm-hmm. because we do be saying fuck ourselves sometimes. We do a lot of times. And it's just so second nature. Sometimes you just be like, Ugh, I look ugly today. Or, uh, no. Oh, I need this. I need to. Oh, I'm so tired of this. I'm so like, no. But when we have those thoughts and I and I know we do. I'm even taking taking my own putting my own self in this position and being honest. They're like, OK, but what are you going to do about it? If you yeah. truly feel like that, like, let's not go back and forth and be mean to ourselves, to myself. Right. What can we do if you don't like the way you dress? What can you do? That's what I'm just going to ask myself. What can we do to change it? I what have, does that look like? Right. Change what you don't like, which is a little sticky note that I've had hanging off of my monitor for some time now. But really, we can easily identify quickly most times what we don't like. But when it comes to that change piece, oh, honey. I know. But that's, that should also be empowering, that we literally can change whatever we don't like. I have seen this TikTok and he was talking about posting whatever you want on your social media page and, you know, treating it like your own magazine, like your life magazine mm-hmm. and editing whatever, whatever it is, you the story you want to tell, whatever, you know, not to take it too seriously. And I feel that way about ourselves. We really have to take over our agency of our lives. Like we are the editors of our life. We don't write everything down and then pass it over to the home girl to look over, <laughs> to review. Right. Like, How, how's my life looking? Yeah. There's nobody that you're consulting with about your life except you and God, the creator, whoever you whatever you believe in you know but that should be the only back and forth that you're having it's Mm -hmm. like this is what I like this is what I don't like I'm actually going to erase that I don't like that part of my personality for a long time I was a mean girl Mm. I I I had like very nasty characteristics and qualities that I did not like and and almost slightly narcissistic where I would feel like everything is about me and you know, just had these ways about myself that I was not most proud of. And when I started to like do my own inner work and be like, what about myself that I don't like? And I started to make changes. It's it's empowering to know that you can. I'm not the same person I was 12 years ago, 15 years ago, not even last year. And that is through the power of editing what it is that you think no longer is good. Right. I don't like that. I'm taking that out. I don't like the way I, I'm, I don't like the way I'm showing up for my friends. I'm taking that out. I'm doing better. I'm replacing that with this thing. Even our aesthetic, our wardrobe. I don't like the way I've been looking lately. What can I do? I'm taking that out. Taking authority. Taking authority of our lives. That part. Because we'll come in here or wherever 50 times like, I don't have anything to wear. It was so hard we to do find that all something. The time. It was so, so hard to get dressed. Oh, my God. I'm looking. I don't like the way I look. Girl, do something about it then. 
What are you actually going to do about it? And also, we were talking a, a few days ago about how much time it takes you to actually get ready. That's the same thing. It's like, take out whatever version of yourself that you think is there that makes sense, that is good for everybody else, that right. you like to say. Like, yeah, it only take me an hour. Right. But it's like, truly, nigga, no. Right. Where's the edit? Where's the eraser? Right. I'm taking that out. I'm taking one hour and I'm putting an hour and 30 minutes because that's what I need to really feel comfortable. Exactly. In my skin, to feel like I took my time, to decrease my anxiety. I'm not running through the damn streets, driving like a bat out of hell. Right. Because I can change if something don't look right. Imagine if, if we really were genuine and or, or honest with ourselves, honest with ourselves in every aspect of our life. What do I want to eat? I eat that. How do I want to look? I, I do that. I, I implement those practices. How do I want to feel? I take my time so that I feel at peace. The, all of the little things like we could really be living a lit ass life. Right. When I'm thinking about it that way, I'm like, nigga, I could really be lit out here. And that's why I'm taking this month to really slow down, romantic, soft life me. And creating the litness that you desire. Create, exactly. That's You, you have to be it. intentional with the shit. You it's do. not going to fall out of thin air like, you know what, let me sprinkle some litness on her. Yes, exactly. It, it, don't, it don't work like that. But when we see other people living the sort of lives that we'll like to live, not to copy or anything, but just like, well, I admire how they show up for themselves. I admire how they do things that seem like bring them joy. And I would like to do some of those things or things that bring me joy as well. Yeah, authentically. Right. I, I always feel like I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I'm rushing. But it's like, okay, what does it look like to slow down? To really slow down in everything that I do? Like deep breathing, taking my time. And I also noticed, I already noticed about myself that I'm always in fear of everything. You, you know, are. you're like, what is it? Even when I drive, I noticed that like thoughts, they come to my mind. I'm like, girl, specific, specific, girl, fuck you. <laughs> this is my story. I'm telling my truth. You know, girl, <laughs> when I'm driving down La Brea, um, actually where La Brea turn, where you can turn onto stalker. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you kind of go around again and it like shifts back. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Every time I'm. So I'm going to go to Stalker, the overheal, whatever. You girl, yeah. I'm like, I, I I be fucking damn near paranoid stress because I'm like, what if they coming around this bend so far? What if they cross? I'm always in oh what if mode. What yeah. if mode? What if mode? And I feel like I'm always in fight or flight. Like my my um fight or flight response is always on. Right. Always, I'm like, they might hit my car. I'm driving. I'm at the light. I'm like, here they come. They about to fucking rear in me. Or I'm walking down the street. Somebody could come from around this bush right now. What if somebody, my mind constantly works in a what if, 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 what if. It's draining. Yeah. And I'm trying to sink into a place of peace and relaxing my my nervous system when I feel those feelings come up. Yesterday, I was like, they're they're driving the way I'm driving. Right. I'm not about to curve over and get into their lane. I try to remind myself of like what the reality is. Most am, people are trying to drive consciously. Right. And living in my head though, because of the way my shit is set up and I'm an overthinker, I have to remind myself like this is the reality. They are driving the way you are driving. Right. These people out here are just walking their dog. Nothing's bad going to happen to you just walking in a neighborhood. And you cannot avoid if something is going to happen to you. So just take a deep Rest. breath rest exactly let your mind and your body rest that's right, what i'm trying you're to gonna be so worked up about on. what might happen that you're gonna end up more fucked up than if something do happen when nothing even happened just the anxiety of exactly. it all exactly just the anxiety of it all so personally i'm trying to like be in my body 
and out of my mind, deep breaths, controlling my own negative or dark thoughts that just come up. Cause it's not always about myself. Sometimes it's just about the world. Right. Like I'm fearful of the world. Like what the fuck, man, something might happen when we on this plane or what if something, my mind just works that way. Yeah, it does. And I'm trying to control it. And you have the power to, I do. And that leads us to the, the final pathway as it pertains to, um, the studies around these five pathways, consciousness, you know, Albert Einstein once said, a problem cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created it. Mm-hmm. And that's powerful. It is. Shifts have got to occur. They really, that's just really the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to change doing the same things, thinking the same ways. We have to crack open. Yeah. And dig deep, baby. And then heal back. Girl. It's like a wound. The path. <laughs> the path to healing. Yes. Because no matter the path of growth that we choose, we have to begin with a change in our mind. We have to have this paradigm shift and we have to change our consciousness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And the mindfulness and consciousness needed to implement change are the observing self at work. This is the self of this is yourself that you are always aware. You're looking at things outside of yourself and just paying attention to how you feel, what's going on. So this is the part of yourself that sees clearly when you're not operating at your highest self. Like we talked about earlier, you might be engaging in behavior that, you know, induces anxiety. Right. Yeah. Or going back to a relationship that causes you unnecessary stress and pain. The conscious self says, girl, what the fuck? You know, that's not where you belong. You got to recall that makes you feel this way. Right. Don't 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 forget. Yes. You know, there's some pros, but also remember that niggas cons. <laughs> You got to remember the cause. We, and remember how they made you feel. Exactly. Don't let the little bit of like loneliness, the feelings of the, te- when they be temporary, once you get over the, the hump, it's like, oh, I'm really actually, I'm actually more lit like this. Mm-hmm. But don't let the temporary feelings of loneliness stifle you. Yeah. To where you think the, the um, bad, I mean, the good outweighs the bad. Exactly. And we just have to recognize these negative loops, these patterns, right? Because these are the patterns that keep us in these places of, no growth they stunt our growth and keep us from evolving and ultimately that's what we're here to do we're here to evolve we're here to be to grow to blossom and become the best versions of ourselves because who wants to be the same bitch you were last year right and you know you want to take the you want to take everything that you've been learning and keep leveling up this is about leveling up we really we really have to do just that and never think that something is too small Mm. like i know for a fact that my morning routine would be 10 times better and and 100% more likely to be achieved if I didn't sleep with my phone in my room. Because I have to get up on my feet mm-hmm. and get out of the bed to go retrieve the phone. And once I'm up in Adam, let's get to it. I'm not going to go get all the way up, go get my phone and get back in the bed. I would. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. And, every, when I, and, I, and it really is about knowing what you would or exactly. wouldn't do. Exactly. I know that if I had that alarm clock to just wake me up, and you know, they have the fancy alarm clocks they do. now. That's that what really, I should have got you for your birthday. Yeah, that would have been nice, but I'm happy with Christmas. what you got me as well. I'm happy, Christmas, I'm happy with what I got. Really? <laughs> yeah. But no, I, that's nice too. That'll be the Christmas gift. But they have the alarm clocks that really get you going. Mm. You know, they give a little sunlight because you know I don't have a window in my room. Fire I'm hat. getting you something fancy. Don't worry. Um, But anywho, 
don't think that anything is too small. Something as small as just not sleeping with my phone in my room can turn my morning around and it has. Yeah. Because if I just wake up with my phone right next to me, I'm going to get on it. I'm going to go to those emails. What came through? I definitely be looking. I'm going to go to those emails, see what the fuck going on. I'm going to go scroll. And then next thing I know, I've been up for 45 minutes to an hour because I work from home. Mm -hmm. And then I'm scrambling. Oh, my God. Now I don't have time to make a smoothie and I got to go straight into work. No. This, Brittany, this month we're doing it. We are. We're doing it. So some tips, really light, simple tips, y'all. But check in with yourself. If you're not into meditation, like I'm, I am not. Yeah. Just a few moments to reflect on your current level of happiness and con- and just make sure you're content in every area of your life. Right. Lay it all out. Relationships, friendships, work, finances. You know, it's like doing a self audit. Check in if you want to do that weekly, if you want to do it monthly. The top of the month will be a great time to implement doing a check in. Right. The whole mind, body, spirit thing. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, how do I feel? In my relationships, how do mm-hmm. I feel? Mentally, how do I feel? And wherever you're noticing, I feel anxious with my friends, with this particular friend. I let this person back in my life. And, and since we've been talking, I have not felt my best. Okay, there's an area to look at. Work. Nigga, they dragging me. Right. I don't feel like there's work-life balance. What's happening? Either right. I'm getting home too late. I can't do my wind-down routine. I can't cook myself dinner. Whatever it is, we have to really start laying it all out so we can see what areas we can change. Yeah. That's a great tip. Mm-hmm. Um, another tip is after you have identified what you like to change, consider the pathway you like to take. Mm-hmm. Like Germany said, if you're feeling unhappy at work, is it your workplace culture? Is it the people that you're hanging out with? Do you need to change your environment altogether? Utilize these pathways to help you decide, okay, right, this is what I need and like I like to change. Because it might not be the job. You might be hanging with the gossip girls at work exactly you feel me it might be the behaviors that you are exhibiting and contributing making decide deciding the decisions that you're deciding to make yeah when it, you are at work it could be the department the at department work. exactly do you need to change you need to request a transfer yeah sometimes it's the start time like myself mm. i went from eight to eight thirty, and i said no 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 once i start going at seven i felt more work-life balance i said i'm here at seven i'm leaving at three thirty. i can go wherever the fuck I want to go after. And I still feel like I have a lot of time. Figure it out. Change is so important. Like, And I think you need to start work a little early too. I could start work early. That does help me. And another thing that I've identified that helps me with work is working from my home. Mm. The environment in my home is set up. Because you did change your environment. You see that? Exactly. The environment in my home. It's set up the most efficient for me to be successful in At my your job. job. When I'm on this laptop, although it's like you you working from home, you could work from anywhere. My efficiency is not the same on working from just that laptop without my desk than it is when I'm sitting at my desk with my additional monitor, you know, all yeah. my things, my whiteboard. It's hitting different. Yeah. The environment matters. So I know that and I had to make some change. Now I've been at home more during the week, yeah. way more. And do you feel like, do you feel like I know you're stressed from work out for things that you have no control over, but the things that you do have control over, do you feel like when you're working from home, you've gained a better grasp on them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The things that I, that are in my control, I definitely work more efficient for my home. See, write it down. How, what, what needs to change? Yeah. How are we doing it? What path are we taking? Also revisit the be do have um, strategy. 
This is a great strategy. Being the person that you want to be, doing the things that that person would do, and then ultimately having what that person has. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we got to start from what, what exactly if I want to be, or what do I want to say? Start showing up. <laughs> start showing up for your fucking self. If you want to be the type of person who goes to the gym, start going. Start start being that person. Yeah. And then you're going to look up and you're going to be doing the things that a person who goes to the gym would be doing. You're going to be waking up on time. You're going to have your gym bag. You're going to be getting in there, working out consistently. And then you're going to look up and look, have an amazing body. If yeah. that's the goal, it's like working backwards. If the goal is to have an amazing body, then you have to start. And and James Clear from the author of Atomic Habits said it best. Mm -hmm. We have to start setting things based on the identity. Yeah, our identity our needs identity. to change. Once you change your identity, and you, people try to get you to do something that's outside of the, the way you identify yourself, you'll notice. Okay, I can't slip right there because that's not how I identify. Exactly. Yeah. Tap in, y'all. That's the gym this week. I don't know if we said that before like a few episodes back but the gym this week is james clear's autonomy atomic habits atomic habits by james clear you can listen on audible we have a code if you have not listened to the fucking ads yeah um or you can use it and get it in the libby app however you want to read it read it trust us this one's a game changer it's good last tip which is the most important tip we got to take accountability and start operating as our higher selves period point blank period no if you more, know something ain't working we don't gotta be point the detox the key this okay and what about you what's your role what's your role remove this nigga <laughs> pointing at the, the finger this nigga <laughs> that little meme that meme that's like yeah this that's one. so funny but take turn that finger and point it towards yourself right and start taking accountability because once we take accountability game change it's like okay then you put yourself in the driver's seat of your own I life. I guess it's all on me. Exactly. <laughs> and that'll happen because we will. We'll complain. That's a, that's the part of editing your life that you realize, nigga, I have the pen in my hand. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because we will definitely drag our own selves and not do what needs to be done. We will. And I'm, I'm tired. It's just It just becomes never ending. And we're tired of singing the same old song. It's tired. It's played. It's old. The record is scratched. We're honey. done. We're done. We know all the words. New song. New song. New song, please. So, girls, this month, we're just really taking our life by the coochie lips, by right. the labia majora and the labia minora for the girls <laughs> who are here. And if you are a fella, listen, grab your life by the shaft. Yeah. We're grabbing all of it. All of it, babes. All of it. All honey. of it. And we're deciding how we're going to move forward in, uh -huh. a, in a real way. We're sharpening the tools that we already have. Because sometimes, you know, the toolbox be in the garage. Right. And we don't find ourselves needing it all the time. Right. But you got to go in there and make sure you still got what you need when the time comes and you need to have some shit. Yeah. It's like, let me make sure I got all my shit. Do I got That's some nails it. in here? That's Do it. I got, and blow the dust off That's that. That's it. We're going... We just blowing the dust. Shining off. it up, honey. Putting a little WD-40 on the and then saw. You can put it back on the shelf. You can put it back on the shelf, but you got to know that you have what you need. Right. An emergency kit of sorts. Yeah. Because if an earthquake hits, I need to know I got my shit. And I got mine. Same. Remember when the hood healer was saying that we were going to be You're underwater? Right, right. right. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank y'all for listening, for sticking with us this long. Yes. We love y'all. We love you. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.